Previously on Unbalanced Encounters. You all see Ganbald, this crane, black and white feathers, a pitch black beak, wearing this shawl of rope, kind of filled with these uncountable number of knots. Beside Ganbald, you see a six-foot-tall individual. He is standing very straight, hands behind his back. He has what looks like dark brown hair that's pulled back into a ponytail. And the biggest thing you notice is he has large rabbit feet. How, how does one end up here? Do we have to die? Because I'm pretty sure I had a dream about this place. Wait, so we can't leave? Oh no! Oh my no! Uh, we have it under good authority that your wife, Demoiselle, has been taking people and not bringing them here. We have it within our capability to help the Elder Gods. The smoke spirit looks at the elevator, looks up, looks back at you, Shakes his head no. Thank you for your time. And she's just going to slip into the elevator and start pressing the up buttons. This thing gets a plus 10 to these attacks. It got a three. <laughs> you know when you quickly press the close, like, lift door, like... And then his head shoots up and he turns to you. And you see him take one step and say, Who's out there? No one is supposed to be here. Welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, how many times can Sam get me to say, the man with no boots, I'm your host, Patrick Perini. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, everybody. Howdy. Hi. Uh, you know what? I normally start this bit with like a question. I ask you guys how you're doing. We talk a little bit. But, but honestly, honestly, the way that you all have nonstop been asking me whether or not Harissa is going to die, uh, I think I kind of know how everybody's doing i'm chilling (laughs) (laughs) i have got my backup character martin is it martin mr spinks fully loaded (laughs) (laughs) it's just mr spinks this was all a ploy just to get rid of harissa and just just main sphinx we're gonna re-roll we're gonna re-roll sphinx as a dragon what is it a dragon blood sorcerer or whatever the fuck uh it's gonna be great oh what would he be what class no he'd be a bard you know what? We'll, we'll we'll see how this episode goes, and then you know, maybe not a bad idea to have Mister Spinks' backup character. You know, I would like to say mm-hmm. just because, like, I feel like no one really can. Harissa's motive here, when she was like, "Oh, can you sort of like tell me where the things are?" and he's like, "Nah, I'm helping you." And she's like, "Okay, um, let's try a different tack." It's like, could you maybe point in a direction? You know, wink, wink, or like, "Oh, don't tell me where they are." Wink, and then he was like looked upstairs and was like, you know, sorry, I can't help you. And I was like, oh, oh, all right. Thank you for your time. You know, thought he was doing it all, you know, surreptitiously for me. And that's why I snuck into the lift because I thought he was like. I love that you're still trying to justify it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm there with you, Sam. 
<laughs> it's happened. We're there. It's gone. It's yeah. done. I just, I did, done I was, and done. Yeah, I just, she wasn't just being like, yeah, fuck you, I'll go. Mistakes were made, and mistakes have consequences, <laughs> generally speaking. Oh, um, a B&E uh, on an elder god is going to have some type of consequences. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but we are actually not, we're not going to start there. We are going to join Mel. Mel, we are joining you in a bit of a flashback. You have been in this utterly bizarre fucking place for a little while. It was not easy for you to find your way to the hot springs. You encountered all manner of turmoil, myconids and strange creatures that flickered in and out of existence, plagued your path to this place. But you found it, and you managed to slip in surreptitiously and made a friend, Ember, who helped you pose as an employee here. You got the lay of the land and soon realized who was in charge and decided to get close to Ganbald. Because if anyone knows where Branvir is, it's most certainly going to be him. Once in the employ of the Hot Springs, it did not take long for Ganbald to take notice, and you did what you do best. You worked your way into his confidence. And today is your first day working directly for him as his personal aide and secretary. You have been instructed to rise at the earliest hour and meet him in his private study at the top floor. What does Mel's morning look like this morning? Well, as Mel has started to show some, some new rabbit-like appendages and, and features in this strange new world, I think Mel's morning nowadays is uh, full of a... Uh, a much more rigorous grooming session and stretching session than than ordinarily back when he was on plain old terra firma. So he does a, a full stretch and mobility of his legs and his, his rabbit feet. Uh, he makes sure that his little bunny tail is, is plumed and, and looking fluffy. And... His ears, because he does indeed have long brown rabbit ears, he makes sure that they are flattened and groomed well, the fur is tidy, and he pulls them back into a little neat and tidy ponytail. And he heads over to see Gambald. You meet the smoke spirit at the elevator, and it slides open the door, gives you a deep nod, leads you in, shoots up, and could I get a deck save from Mel, please? You certainly may. This fucking elevator. 
Well, not the best. Seven. <laughs> uh, I think that you are probably a little nervous this morning. I'm, after all, this is why you came here. This is the person that you believe you need to seek out and gain the trust of in order to find who you're looking for. And so I think you're off your footing a little bit this morning. And so I think as the elevator shoots up and clanks against sort of the topmost floor, you rise up and slam down on the ground and kind of fall, fall flat on your ass. Uh, And uh, the smoke spirit kind of turns, regards you and opens the door, gesturing to the grand door of Ganbald's private study. Well, thank you kindly, my smoky ethereal friend. He bows deeply. Ganbald, my leech. What do we start with this morning? Uh, as you enter this room, you immediately see Ganbald sitting, reclining slightly upon a divan. Uh, and he sort of looks up and says, Who are you? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. You're the, um, uh, the one from the, the life, the living. Curious, curious, curious. Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I'm glad you could make it. I'm glad you're on time. Please, do come in, do come in. Uh, and he sort of gestures uh, for you to, to enter. And as you do, you make out the finer details of Ganbalt's study. It is a, it's an extremely kind of cozy room compared to his office, this massive library-like structure that you're, at this point, relatively familiar with. You know, there's, there's no sort of big ornamental desk imposing upon, you know, kind of anyone who walks into the room. Instead, it's just a small little writing desk off to the side by a fire. You know, there's this little divan that he is kind of rising from. You sort of look around to get your bearings. You see there's, you know, kind of a curtain off to one side. It looks like it might be a little sleeping chamber. The walls are hung with ornate tapestries that make the room, again, closer, quieter, warmer, intricately woven sort of Uh, flashes of history and moments across time, with the exception of one piece of art that sticks out to you, which is that along the back wall, there is a landscape of a place that you are at least passingly familiar with from your military training. It's the Western Wields, and it is a beautiful landscape of the Greens and blues and teals of the treetops painted on what looks like kind of a reed surface. And that is kind of the sense of the room that you get as Ganbald closes a diary and makes his way over to you and says, What should we get started with? Uh, yes, indeed. I believe that if you are to serve as my secretary... Oh, it has been... Gracious, it must have must have been... 15,000 years since I last had a personal aid. What do we do next? A door! Yes! I will, I, I will show you the areas that you are not already familiar with. All of these, you know, everything on the top floor is obviously restricted, you understand. Uh, yes, of course, of course. Beyond my purview. Of, of course, of course. Uh, well, uh, not actually. Uh, this room, yes, absolutely. You're never allowed in this room without me uh, present. Uh, you, you understand that that would be an, uh, an inexcusable offense. 
A absolutely. Yes, uh, it goes without saying that you know, no one is allowed in this room. Uh, however, however, uh, there are some other rooms on the top floor that I would want you to be familiar with in case I have the things that you ought to do in my stead. Uh, and uh, we will, we will, we will take a tour, and you may ask me any questions that you have, and uh, and then we will, we will begin. We have a full day today. We have several parties to welcome. I heard uh, that there was. A rather large battle uh, in, um, what was the place you said you came from? Uh, Agravar, yes, many dead, many, many dead. Uh, there should be, there should be, uh, plenty, plenty to welcome, assuming, assuming that, you know, the, the guides, uh, found them, found them okay. Um, so, uh, yes, I, I think, uh, let's, let's, let's begin, shall we? Yes, of course. Now, may I start with a question right here? Unorthodox! Go on. Well, in order to secure the privacy of this office here, I, I would love to know what securities are in place that I could uh, make sure they are always functional. Oh, you won't have to worry about that. Uh, you will understand that for, you know, in, in, in situations when I am not present in this room, there are only two keys. I have one of them, and the other one is in a safe place with someone that I trust. Uh, and um, if anyone tries to get in without having the key, if the door is locked, they will be met with instant demise. It's a fanciful bit of warning magic. Uh, they simply stop existing. It's very, very interesting. Oh, ingenious, sir, ingenious. Yes, of course. Uh, however, you know, I think when, when the door is unlocked, there, there's no need for any sort of spells. We can handle things, and the smoke spirit constantly guards the elevator. We'll be fine. You don't need to worry about that at all. Fantastic, fantastic. And as he sort of shifts, you see a key around his neck kind of nestled in his shawl of ropes. Uh, he, uh, he gestures to the door and begins to, to show you around. Uh, and this floor is smaller than many of the ones below it, especially, you know, kind of the ones at the base. The, the floors at the base are bigger than almost any building you have any recollection of seeing or being in uh even by agravarian standards they are massive as you get up they kind of become you know more sized to you know something that you would be a little bit more familiar with still very very large the floor with uh with ganbald's office is uh you know kind of even still the size of two or three you know kind of buildings from agravar that you would be familiar with but up here it's you know much much smaller this room is not terribly big and it doesn't look like there's a tremendous amount of other rooms kind of on this floor and he walks you out in uh into the hall and uh, he he sort of begins to 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 show you around, and he he points to a door, and he says, "Over over there is uh, is 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 the smoke spirits' quarters. Uh, you shouldn't have any need of that space, but if you can't find the smoke spirit, chances are that that that, that they are probably in there. Uh, and um, oh, over there is the fireworks roost. This is a delightful piece of architecture. Uh, if if ever we need to put on a fireworks display, you will find our full contingent behind that door." And uh, it, it, it leads to 
sort of a, um, almost a belfry-like structure from whence you can fire off the fireworks. We normally have some of the, you know, some of the, uh, the staff do that. I don't think you'll likely be responsible for any of our fireworks displays, but it's good to know where it is, and your key will work there as well. Good to know where not to bring a candle, I might ask. Oh, my, 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 no. Yes, certainly. That would be disastrous. You could blow out the entire, entire top floor, probably. I don't know. We've never tested it. Oh, this is a delightful little room. Uh, and he leads you off to sort of the far end of the hall and opens, uh, opens a door. And you can see that this room is uh, a greenhouse. And it is, you know, kind of a big glass structure, uh, you know, kind of looking out into what is, you know, kind of... I want to say the pre-dawn sky, but there's no sun in the afterlife, so you're not really entirely sure what, like, that means, right? It is darker at night versus the day. It seems like these sort of glowing mushrooms have a little bit of a circadian rhythm all their own. But, you know, there's, it's, it's you know, kind of the, the glass is almost this, like, reflective obsidian against the pre-quote-dawn sky. But the room is gently lit on the interior, and you can see just, like, all manner of bizarre things that might be plants kind of growing in this space, things that we would consider to be very tropical, very, you know, kind of, you know, plants that flourish in kind of a humid setting. And indeed, it is oppressive in this room. It is hot. It is wet. And uh, Ganwald says... Uh, this is uh, this is a bit of a, an experimental area of mine. I I find that there are a certain kind of plant uh, that 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 thrive absolutely thrive in humidity of all things. It's very very curious. It's 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 extremely interesting. Some of them, some of them even consume the flesh of the living. Could you believe it? Well, I dare say that is mighty terrifying. It is indeed. Now, fortunately, they don't move yet. Uh, and he gives you a bit of a, a wink. But they all, it, it, I've, I've established this room as, 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 as kind of an afterthought. You see, when this building was established, we have, you know, kind of this, this, this duct, this shaft for all of the steam to transport throughout the various floors of the building. Very essential for things like the baths and whatnot, you understand. And th- we... we it, it was just going out into the air. We just and 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 so I, I built a. I, I had I had commissioned this glass structure to entrap the steam, warm the rest of this floor. Very clever, you see, and grow these extraordinary plants. This is an interesting room, uh, but yeah, right over there, uh, that shaft runs all the way up and down, straight through from the boiler area in the you know kind of under the building, all the way through the baths and so forth. Uh, so if you ever see that there is an issue with any of the steam distribution in the building this is the shaft that you are going to send the help to the 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 staff who are responsible will understand you know sort of where to go but if you ever need to put eyes on that work this will be where that happens you understand well my 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 this is an ingenious work of invention i must say now a, a question about uh, about possibly fixing it in in the unlikely event does it go all the way down to the, the boiler room, per se, or, or are there stops along the way? Oh, there are stops along the way. There are stops at every floor that requires steam. Anywhere that needs, uh, you know, kind of substantial heating or, or you know, b- the bath water, this is where all of that happens, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Well, it is. Uh, it would be a, a long slide down should anyone accidentally fall in. Oh, yes, no. I would imagine that that would not end well, considering that the boiler is really... More of just an open magma pit. Wonderful! Off we go! Uh, and he 
leads you sort of back out into the hallway uh, and, you know, kind of takes a, sh- a sharp left and steps uh, up a few stairs behind a door and out onto a balcony that rings the outside of the building. And from up here, you can see the entirety of the Hot Springs town. A sprawling village of shops, service providers, entertainment, people moving, milling, promenading, enjoying their time, reflecting, and preparing for their next life. And they begin to stir, and you can see smoke rising up from some of the restaurants. You could see carts and purveyors begin to move in the earliest kind of moments of dawn. And you notice that you're not actually at the top of the building. There's a spire. Go ahead and roll me a perception check, if you'd be so kind. Well, it's not quite Melmanon's day. That's a nine. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I mean, on a nine, you don't know how you would get up there. You have not seen anything that would lead you up into that spire. It just seems like dead space. Uh, Sir, another question for you. Yes, of course. Well, that that tall spire there—it it seems a uh, mighty tall indeed. What what pray tell does it house? Oh, that's um, what would be a, an equivalent term from your world—a sort of a an attic, storage, odds and bobs and whatnot. Oh, just extra space. I see. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. Is that all? Yes, well, I, I think if, if this is all of my purview of, of what I will be in charge of, then uh, I, I, of course, bow to your greater discretion than mine. Of course, of course, of course. No, I, this is simply the areas that really no one else has access to other than myself and, and of course, the, the smoke spirit. Uh, this is, um, you know, if, if, if I ever need to send you on an errand to any of these places, it's exceptionally rare that I bother with any of these rooms aside from occasionally the greenhouse. But I just wanted you to be aware of kind of what your key had access to. And, um, oh, my, oh, my, my, my. Um, perhaps you should adjourn to my office. Your key should be there. Right away, let let us go back down. The two of you quickly move down to his office, uh, opening it up for kind of the first time that day. Uh, And he walks in, you know, he's still carrying some books and so forth. And he kind of gives a couple of claps and the oil lamps that line the room whoosh into light. Uh, And he walks straight over to his desk, picks up a key, walks it back and hands it to you. And says, uh, well, I'm uh, more than glad uh, to, to answer any other additional questions that you have at this time, I believe. Uh, we should have... And he looks up at the clock on the, on the wall. Oh, a few good minutes, days, until the contingent of Agravarians arrive. I, uh, the, the, uh, these guides these days, they're so unreliable. 
Absolutely. Well, I, I've, I've heard tale of, what's his name, Reevesy? Oh, Reevesy, yes, you've met Reevesy. Reevesy is, um, Reevesy's heart is in the right place. Yes, yes, so it seems. A, a, a very fine fellow when it comes to uh, his his temperament and uh, his effort that he puts in, but, but perhaps uh, a, a little unpolished around the edges. Well, I, often the guides are. They're... And I'll be honest with you, they're my wife's purview, and she has never been a big fan of um, diligent training, shall we say. Of course. Uh, another question for you, sir. Yes, of course. Now, when we do receive new visitors, is there a, a log of sorts that uh, either you or myself or someone else might write down their names in to keep track of who comes through here? Can you roll me a persuasion check Patrick's just dumping lore threatening Emily and <laughs> getting all checking all the marks it's so good oh yes no no one should be in here very much they would die straight away <laughs> if they should ever come in here <laughs> that's a little bit better 16 there is indeed as a matter of fact the active ledger should be on my desk there it's a bit of a sensitive matter, you see. It's very, very uh, important that we not miss anyone or enter anyone twice. It would uh, certainly throw off the balance of recurrence in reincarnation. Of course, of course. Uh, which would not be, uh, would not do, simply would not do. Uh, as such, uh, I am the only one who is permitted to make entries into the ledger, and once a ledger has been completed or frozen for various bureaucratic or logistical reasons, I just go into my, my private uh, collection of ledgers, which live in my study, which, of course, you won't be able to access without blinking out of obli uh, into oblivion. So, uh, that, is, uh, that, that, is, that is the process for the ledger. However, uh, it, is, it is occasionally a cumbersome initiative, and so I would ask you to help me organize larger parties as they come through oh it would be my absolute pleasure sir of course wonderful 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 uh yes 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 um do you have any other questions i'm sure things will come up as we go but you have been a most gracious first start to my time here i i appreciate that greatly i believe that this will be an easy job for you i i do not suspect that it will be difficult for a man of your 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 prowess and i quite frankly i'm very much looking forward to getting to know how you came to be here you are a fascinating creature uh, in in the meantime uh if you would uh begin to get yourself organized i believe that we will have a contingent uh, arriving shortly of course i will make myself available and place myself where they will first see me and so ganbald goes to his desk and i think you kind of set yourself up in that same entry space where you entertained all of our heroes and I'm super curious, like, what is going through kind of Mel's head right now? Because this is, this is it, right? Like, these are all of the assumptions that Mel was making about this place, like, validated and affirmed. And for what feels like the first time in weeks, I mean, you genuinely have no idea, right? But like a very long time, you feel like you've got maybe a little bit of bearing. What, what is that? What's, what's kind of going on for Mel? What does that look like? I think Mel is still pretty, uh, well, not still. I, I think now having more information, Mel is finally feeling some more direction in 
what he's trying to achieve and how he can he can try to achieve it. So he's been kind of waffling and just drifting through this place up until now. And he's finally gotten some answers that, as you said, yeah, assumptions have been made. And so he's gotten answers to those things. So he is pretty focused on the ledger and he's also quite intrigued by the storage spire. I think that makes a tremendous amount of sense. And I think that that's sort of what you're turning over as the smoke spirit opens the office doors and you see dozens of new denizens of the afterlife queued three wide who knows how many deep start to walk into this massive library space and right at the front is this kind of big eagle person wings and a very pointed uh beak you know kind of sharp talons but upright walking with the stride of uh, a soldier resplendent in ceremonial agravarian silks and they approach you what do you do melmanon puts his hands behind his back in sort of a administrational pose and says welcome welcome my friends i can assure you i know exactly the confusion you must be going through right now but believe me you are in for a treat this place is here for your rest and relaxation i will be your guide may we please start with your names they kind of look to each other sort of the people at the front expecting to be the ones to answer and what the the eagle kind of gets shoved forward and he says uh i'm a i think i think my name's jehoshaphat um i'm uh yeah we're kind of we're kind of new here um i don't we were told to come up here by like everybody uh but but you know kind of up until the end we were sort of following a big bird uh, could you, what in the hell is going on? Where are we? Where is a good question. Where is not necessarily a place that is particular, but I will say you are here and you are very welcome. Well, that's a relief. You know, you look a little familiar. Eh. I don't, know, I don't think I know any rabbit people. It's probably my eyes playing tricks on me. Um, are we supposed to, like, do something? I saw some good food down there. They had, like, some octopus on a stick. That looked pretty tasty. Uh, do we, like, what, what? Do we need to do something in this office? Do we need to, like, check in, register, like, a hotel or something? What's what's the deal there? Well, Jehoshaphat, you are a mighty intuitive person there. This is exactly what you do here. If you just follow me over here, this is Ganbald. He is in charge of everything here. Come in, come in. Welcome to the hot springs. We're so glad to have you. Please, I will give you all the information that you need in time. After all, I am the learner here. I am in charge of the hot springs, and I'm so excited to hear what brought you here and what we could do to rejuvenate you in your passing into the next life. Please, come in, come in. You said your name was Jehoshaphat. Uh, 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 Mel, uh, single file, if you please. Yes, yes. Uh, line up, would you? We need to enter your names in this here ledger. 
and the ceremony begins. And Mel, you <gasps> snap out of it as you hear, you're not supposed to be here! Echo down through the building. You snap back to attention. You are standing in a bath room. One of the one of the rooms of the baths. Uh, you see Isaac and Spinks and Cletus the walrus uh, hanging out in one of the tubs. Uh, there are some other people hanging out in some of the other ones that you've just heard Ganbald scream from probably up in his study. Uh, without without getting into details, what is your like immediate reaction? What do you try to do? I think Mel is pretty torn right now because he's been getting some interesting information from Isaac, but at the same time, it's his job to keep things here safe, and also Ganbald potentially has better information that Mel needs. Isaac has turned into a bit of a passion project where... Join the club. Mel's... (laughs) Curiosity is getting is getting the better. Right. <laughs> uh, so I think there's a moment of hesitation where Mel looks over at Isaac, wonders if there's going to be anything else important that might be said, but then thinks, "No, I need to check this out because if if Ganbald loses trust in Melmanon, then that's the game. That's it." Okay, so you're gonna rush to the top floor as as fast as you can. Yes. Uh, Okay, you make your way to the elevator. We cut to June and Guard, who are in the process of sparring in, I believe, a fog cloud. I think Guard has cast fog cloud, uh, and the two of you are sparring. Uh, And I think that we see June perched up on one of these rails this this space is kind of you know built for these intricate you know kind of multi-layered combats there's lots of like i think i described it as like a gorilla enclosure last time where it's like a lot of like organic juts and angles and like branches that you could be theoretically like hanging off of kicking off of things like that And i think we see june kind of land on one of these branches in the fog and just try to make out what she can and i think that there's just like a flash of guard in that wireframe that june has been starting to get and june you into it kind of where guard is you can't see arms legs weapons but there's something his head, maybe, his solar plexus, a little bead that you can lightly track with your bond intuition. And all of a sudden, you <sighs> flashback. You are in the Western Wields, and again, you are on your way home to rally. You've been out for a few days, a necessary respite after having been fired from the general store for the second time. What did June do to get fired from the general store for the second time? Hmm. These are the lore drops we want. This is it. Uh, (laughs) Critical information. 
I think she has, she took it upon herself to make some pamphlets mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of forest facts and like creatures that she saw in the forest, uh, little like doodles of geckos and uh, a lengthy explanation of why Rally is doing such a terrible thing uh, by existing. I'm just envisioning June out on like a street corner, even though Rally doesn't really have streets. You somehow manifest a street corner and you've just got like those shitty like one page newspapers that they give out for free in like New York. And they're like, it's a zine. It's a zine. They're like a little unhinged, right? Like they're like, you you know, the person who's making it is we use the word zealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's 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 peddling these. Uh... She's like sticking them in every single bag, like with every purchase, like every person that's coming in. She's gotten into incredible a few altercations. Incredible. Uh, I think that you have been doing this, and Benny was getting increasingly frustrated, and you couldn't figure out why. And she kept making these vague assertions that you should know better, that you should consider the bigger ramifications of your actions that that the things that you do and the ideas that you spread that you have to be intentional about how you do that because that has it has consequences and at some point she just gets fed up and she goes to isaac and she says that you need to find some other way to stay out from underfoot and so you storm off and spend a few days in the western wields to get away from Isaac's probably a little passive aggressive response to the situation and uh he didn't read the zine no how dare he when you get back after what we'll call a long and at least calming weekend away you see something outside of the gates of Raleigh that you've never seen before. It's tall and broad and carrying an axe. A ceramic statue covered in filigree with a mask? And you don't think it's seen you, but you've seen it. You're kind of in the tree line still. What do you do? I want to get a closer look. Without being seen? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Oh, I feel like I haven't rolled a day, a digital day, in a while. In a, in a while, yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's a one. Plus <gasps> two for a three. Can, can I roll a perception check? Yeah, I think you're just going to, I mean, unless you get an at one as well. <laughs> I'm a, I see all. I'm a 21. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm a guard. You see my soul. Guard garden. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually going to pull Isaac into this one for a second. Isaac, would you have had the foresight to tell your new guard contingent that uh, your, you know, adopted daughter was out in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know how I'm, am I supposed to speak? Hello. 
Hello. Um, <laughs> where do I speak into this thing? Is there like a, a, a megaphone or something? Um, and he's just at guard's chest, just talking into <laughs> his chest. Um, so there's there's little there's a a, a teenage hippie that likes to just run around in the woods she's Oz uh so don't don't attack that one everyone else is fair game nah I'm just kidding oh I don't know if you know jokes oh goodness uh just yeah don't don't attack her name is June she's she may have some zines on her. I don't know. Uh, I'm counting the words that Guard doesn't know. Like, a teenage hippie and zine mean nothing to you, Guard. Yes. <laughs> little little uh, half-elf. She's, she's, she's going through a lot. So if you would be so kind as to, you know, stand guard, but, you know, have a, have a, an open heart. Ah, sh- shit, fuck this. And he just turns around and walks <laughs> Guard just is totally motionless, does not respond in any outward way to any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no visible response at all. Uh, and, you know, about a day later, you're standing guard in front of Rally, and you see a half-elf woman, not particularly old, uh lurking poorly just like in the tree line sneaking right and like she's cracking branches and like rustling leaves and like i think a gecko like moves out from under her hand at one point she goes like ah! uh and like just <laughs> the most conspicuous fucking thing you've ever seen but she doesn't know that you can see her guard turns to her and loudly uh, he- I take my axe out and loudly say, If you would like to not die, step forward and name thyself. June's gonna very slowly... She's gonna very slowly reach down for a rock. I'm gonna throw an axe at the tree, a hand axe. I'm gonna intentionally miss her, but I'm gonna just throw it at the tree. (laughs) Okay. Um, The tree that she is in. (laughs) Go ahead and roll on attack. I miss. Eight. <sighs> Fuck me. So you're trying not to hit June. I don't care if I hit her. What? <laughs> but you miss. <laughs> this is not guard friends with June. This is guard before guard has met June. June, I, 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 I am going to give you uh, the, the benefit of an acrobatics check here to get out of the way. I am Calvin balling this a little bit because I don't know how to exactly resolve a failed intentional miss. Oh, Fuck. Oh, it's a nine. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think this axe wings you. Guard, go ahead. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, just the base damage die, please. Sorry, June. I was just gonna throw a rock in the other direction. Three. Okay. I think June has at least over three hit points. Uh, but June, this thing, like, this axe wings you in the arm. This, this, this statue just came to life, pulled a two-handed axe out of fuck knows where uh reached down grabbed a hand axe chucked it at you winged you in the arm that's bleeding now you gotta figure that shit out what do you do whoa man 
Hold on. Name thyself. I, fu- my name is Juniper. My name is Juniper Snowthorn. I live in Raleigh. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I just, I'll fuck my arm. Ah. Guard will put away his axe and unlock the door and open the gate. That, that tracks. That tracks so well. I'm really scared to move right now because I don't want to die. Harissa. You see the door open at a completely inappropriate time of day, right? This is not protocol. And I'll go ahead and say that you were near the door. Uh, You see guard kind of push this thing open. I was probably leaning against it, having a snooze. And there's no way that you don't see June, like, freaking out. Yeah, the door opens up and you, like, stumble a little bit. You're like, oh, okay. Um, There's no way you don't see June. What do you do? So, obviously, uh, Harissa is going to kind of look through the gate, like, what the heck? look out and see obviously a bleeding civilian had I been told about June I would imagine Isaac yes <laughs> <laughs> okay fine who what is happening that, guard who is this there's a monster there's a monster Juniper Snowthorn he is going to kill all of us has returned to rally help she is injured. There's... I, I see that. Um, how, how did she become injured, guard? She did not name herself quickly. He's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. It's trying to kill me. Help me, help me. And she's going to run. <laughs> she's going to scurry behind <laughs> Harissa. Okay, well, okay, well, okay. Now, um, let's... All right. Luckily, um, we have been expecting you. We have heard from... Um, Isaac Axtrammer to expect your arrival uh, any day. Uh, please come with me and I'll take you to get you patched up. Welcome back. Good job, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> ex- please come with me. I don't. But what about this thing? No, please. Madam, please come with me. Y'all tell me I'm crazy because I see lizards in the forest. And... <laughs> If you want your arm patched up before you bleed to death, I suggest you come with I'm, me. She's going to follow you, but she's going <laughs> to... <laughs> Guard's going to slowly push the gate back closed. <laughs> you guys are just going to let this... That thing, what the hell is that? I... Martin, stand in my place. <clears throat> Sergeant Sarissa! Oh, of course! <laughs> oh. <laughs> the gate has never been more secure. She's going to take her to... Oh. Uh, you take June uh, to Oz, and immediately Oz is like, Oh, no, okay, it happened. Uh, I was afraid of this. Um, uh, oh, God, J- June, what you, you, you fell happened? out of a tree. You fell out of a tree. Nope. Uh, you got attacked by a, by, a, by, a, by a ferret or a weasel or something. No, um, I got... Okay, Oz, eaten Oz, to Oz, death I... by ants. Uh, not that Oz, one. No, um, Oz, Oz, Oz. There's a monster outside of the gates right now, and nobody's taking it seriously. And I just got, I mean, I am dying. I'm dying right now. I'm dying. They're going to have. Okay, June, 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 sweetie, 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 sweetie. sweetie. No, it's okay. All right, look, it's honestly, um, uh, June, I'm getting a closer look at it now, honey, and it's, it's, it's. It's honestly, it's pretty superficial. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie it off here. Um, and uh, uh, Harissa, what? Superficial bleeding. Sergeant Harissa, what is? What does she mean? 
Unfortunately, uh, she did not declare herself in time and Gar took action. Um, Why would I have to? As he is uh, wont to do. Uh, but uh, she will be fine, I am sure, in your capable hands. Uh, goodbye. Marissa's <laughs> just going <laughs> Carissa walks away. Uh, this, uh, okay. Um, well. Take it, take it, Oz. Chop it off. I mean, uh, nobody cares. I'm not going to do that. June, sweetie, I'm not gonna. Nobody cares anymore. I mean, I just, I just fucking live here. I mean, no big deal. Just existing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you picked a bad weekend, uh, to vanish. Um, I know that you don't usually consult anybody when you do that, and I heard about what happened with Benny, and um, I get it. I'm an adult. I can go where I want. I can go when I please. I well, don't have to tell anybody. I don't have. No one's my keeper. As it happens. Isaac has put in for some Imperial help for just that reason. And she tightens the bandage. Ah! That's smart. Cut off the circulation before you amputate. Yeah, um, it's not going to come off, sweetie. Um, I promise you're going to be fine. Uh, yeah, um, I, Isaac has, in his infinite wisdom, uh, decided that the uh, disappearances and uh, issues that we've been facing as a, as a community are too substantial for us to handle on our own. And so he has put in for Imperial support. Uh, the woman who brought you here was Sergeant Harissa. And the thing out front is Guard. Uh, guard seems to be controllable. Controllable? In an abstract sort of way, uh, but a little precise and June, sweetie, I know that that's not exactly how you choose to navigate the world, and I know that we all have the beat of our own drum, but um, I... I... <sighs> yeah, he beat my drum all right, took my arm. Yeah, but he didn't take your arm, June. It's gonna be fine. I can't feel it anymore. It's, it's gone. Well, that's because I tied the bandage tight uh, to get the bleeding to stop. It'll, I'll loosen it here in a second. Um, I don't know who's scarier, that the, 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 the guard outside that, that just, uh, or the general Harissa. Sergeant. Sor sorry, Sergeant, Captain, uh, Private. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What um, June, sweetie, I know that you're a little fixated on this new information and I really appreciate that you're going to need some time to process all of this. Uh, I need you to, I need you to focus up for a second because I need you to understand that Isaac brought them here to protect you. And with that, we flash back to the fight. Damn it, Pat! Uh, June... You, for this attack, do not have disadvantage imposed by Fog Cloud. What do you do? I want to get above guard and jump on his head to cover his eyes. Incredible. I think I'm going to treat this as a grapple check, uh, but I will give this to you dex-based. Uh, are you proficient in athletics? Mm, no. Okay, so go ahead and just give me a uh, flat dex check. And guard... This is going to be either an acrobatics or an athletics check to throw June off. That's a seven. What do you got, Guard? As June leaps up onto my shoulders, I'm going to grab her like a puppy by the scruff of her neck, and I'm going to say, 
You're going to need to keep your distance or be quicker than that. Now rebound, and I'm gonna chuck her at the wall. Incredible, incredible. Uh, please give me an acrobatics check. Actually, give me a deck save. 20, dirty 20. How do you rebound from this? What does that look like? You threw me at a wall? Um, hmm. Well, I've got a cool tail now. Um, so kind of like a cat, I wanna like whip the tail to kind of reestablish myself in the air. Mm-hmm. So that my feet are going towards the wall and I want to bend my knees, like have my feet impact, bend the knees and then push back off the wall. You push back off the wall into, I think just like the three point landing on the ground and look up at guard. And both of you here. You're not supposed to be here! <laughs> oh, wow. I'm gonna slam the Lorax into the ground and dissipate the fog cloud as it all swirls back inside of me. Did you hear that? What was that? I don't know. That was really good, by the way, Juniper, but maybe sounded like the big guy screaming, and I don't know where Isaac or Harissa are. Should we check? I mean, he could he could be screaming at anything. He could be screaming at a mouse or a spider. Or... Uh, the two of you see Mel race past the entrance to this room. But yeah, sure, we can go. I wonder where he's going. Let's follow. Alright, the two of you are going to follow Mel. Fantastic. We are going to cut uh, to um, uh, to Isaac. So now, Spinks, I'll tell you everything about my entire backstory and history. <laughs> and uh, Isaac, being in, you know, sort of this hot tub is, I think, a little reminiscent uh, for you because, you know, again, like in your life in Agravar, you were not want for comfort, not always luxury, but, but certainly comfort. And I think that it's been some time since you've been at like a spa properly. And I think you actually sort of drift back to that moment, that last time that you were in, you know, kind of a proper bathhouse in Agravar, just idly while you're chatting with Sphinx and Cletus. And uh, we see Isaac in a private submerged pool steam sort of rising off in this room that is made of ancient stone and meticulously upkept cedar everything is perfumed slightly of grain and thyme and you are just unwinding as the stress of a difficult day of training melts away from your body and into the water. What's going through Isaac's head, if anything, in this kind of moment, briefest moment of isolation and reprieve? Uh, I couldn't imagine any type of way of living. Besides this, I don't know how people do it out there with not much. I, I, I don't think I could ever live, leave the city. This is, 
this is where I belong. And I think as you have that thought, your dearest friend walks into the room uh, clad in a towel and says, Move over, you lazy ass. Hey, look what the shit done brought in. That's not a phrase, but we're going to use it. All right. No, that was that was nothing. All right. Uh, I mean, that's listen, you've never exactly been the, you know, kind of quickest in a turn of phrase there, buddy. Hey, but I'm charming and handsome. Yeah, true. And that's all that matters. True. You are certainly both of those things. You. You make fun of me. You know, for once, I'm not. It's weird. I'm in a. I'm in a good mood. Good. Wait a minute. Insight check. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Ron. Do I know his schedule? Fuck Nat one. Uh, you. Uh, I I think on a Nat one, like how how do how do how does a Nat one get interpreted here? Because I think that um your intuition that something is weird about that is is reasonable, right? But mm-hmm. I think that you are just. You are baffled and clueless, and I think that your mind just starts reeling with a bit of conspiracy. Oh, did the governor gave you a day off? Well, uh, let's just say that I moved some scheduling around. Oh, lucky guy. Uh, you probably got one of the lackeys do it for you, or whatever job you got planned and whatnot. Well, I, uh, I found somebody to cover my shift, and he slips into the water. Ugh. We are lucky as hell, huh? Lucky as hell indeed. I couldn't imagine living any other way. I was just saying that to myself. Yeah, this is, uh... We got ourselves in a fine situation. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, we've got anything we could possibly want. Oh, food? People? Yeah. It, 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 endless. I every time I lay down at at night, I'm in a comfortable bed with the city bustling around me, loud noises. <laughs> no, you remember, you remember, you remember training. You remember, you absolutely remember training. Oh, remember I hate those it. fucking bunks that we had to sleep on. They oh, were like my basically goodness. straw mats that were stacked on top of each other. I thought those bamboo poles were gonna snap all the time. Oh, and then and then the audacity of most some of the trainees were just all too gung ho. Remember Martin? Hold on, you just injected something into the world that I need to make sure is true. Yes. What's Martin's last name? Von Winkleberry the Third. You remember that that yeah. dude with the funny name? Oh yeah, what was he doing in basic training? The man. Is oh, like he was he was like really gung ho. The, the man is the man is is yeah. That, that was God. That was ages ago. What was he even doing? I haven't seen him since. Where did he go? Oh, I don't know. I think he he was like. You think he flugged out? Probably. <laughs> oh God! You know, some people got idiot. it. Some people don't. And, yeah. we, and me and you, Dale, we got it. We do. We really do. Oh. So uh, I, I, I've heard some, you know, around the around the campfire, I've heard some, some that you uh, you've been meeting some people. Yeah, I mean, having some conversations. Listen. Listen, I... Courting, if you will. I... Shut the fuck up. 
Axe drummer, uh, shut the fuck up. Oh, come on, it's just talk? Yeah, I mean, it's talk that could get me killed. They'd have to go through me first, buddy, you know that. Can I hold you to that? They might fucking have to. Hey, the only person that gets to kill you is me. How about that? <laughs> All right, deal. At least I know I could beat you. No, listen, listen. I, oh, we just going to glaze past Yeah, that? we're no, going to glaze. I, I mean, that's just fact, right? That's no, easy okay, enough. Okay, okay. Yeah, no problem. I kick your ass next in, yeah. into next Tuesday. <laughs> listen. Axe drummer, Jesus. Can I Fuck me. I was just about to ask if I could trust you with something. What the hell is that impulse? Well, sure, killing you. We we've established that. All right. What else now? You know uh Katarin. Yeah, you've 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 seen her around. Yeah, I've 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 seen Katarin around. I actually have a question for Isaac. How aware of court politics is Isaac? I know that Isaac is like very close to it, adjacent to it even, but does Isaac pay attention to the sort of non-military components, the people who are kind of working in and around? The um, he knows of people. He does not know. He doesn't sink into it enough to know their specifics of what they do. But he knows if I see this person, shit's about to hit the fan. Or if I see this person, some some sketchy shit's about to happen. Okay. Um. So you would definitely kind of know. Certainly, the Lord Governor Hakoda Agra and his immediate kind of family. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. When Dale says Katarin, your gut drops. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I know of Katarin. What, uh. Ugh. Yeah, you see my conundrum. Well, I don't see anything but an but, uh, uh, idiot in front of me, really, if, if we're dealing with Katarin. What, what the hell's going on, Dale? Listen, she is. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, obviously. I don't. They're... He starts sinking into the uh, uh, basically boiling water. Like, oh no, Dale, come on, oh Dale, Isaac, she's brilliant. God, she's got ideas beyond anything. The idea, ideas. Ideas get you in trouble, Dale. We've been through this. I know, Isaac. I know. But listen, I she. You should hear her talk. God, she's so smart. That's how they get you. <laughs> words. <laughs> I mean, if that's how they catch you, I, yeah. And I. And then the words touch your feelings, and then your feelings touch other things. And now look at you. I... You know, scoot, scoot away from me for a second. <laughs> get yourself together. He splashes some water up at you. Well, you, I gotta figure it out, Isaac. I gotta. I can't just let her. I can't just let her go on doing what she's doing. Well, I mean, is she doing anything? You know what? Doesn't matter. If you if you like this girl, I guess I can. Uh deal with the two of you i mean i appreciate that because what i was looking for was isaac axtrummer's approval on my burgeoning relationship with this woman he he slaps him on the shoulder hey 
if anything, you have my approval. I appreciate you asking me. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Great, great, great. Now, my job gets very stressful without y'all trying to fuck it up even more. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about, Isaac. We're going to need some help figuring out what to do. I mean, certainly keeping it quiet until we... I don't even know what finishes that sentence. How does... Isaac gets real stern before he says anything else. Hey, um, Dale, you know what my job is, right? Yeah, of course. That's exactly why I need your help. Then as, as one of the most important people in my life, I need you to understand we need to ha- stop having this conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Promise me something, Isaac. Oh, yeah, fuck we go. What you want? If anything drastic ever needs to happen, you're with me, right? To the ends of the earth. Good. I'm going to need all the help I can get. Can't believe I've fallen in love with a royal consort. You what? And he slips under the water. And Isaac, you snap out of it as you hear, You're not supposed to be here! Like I was saying, Spinx, anytime your host is just, you know, yelling Uh and screaming, you just mind your own business and you just stay where you are. I think that's a wise thing. So you don't cause any more problems for him. It's not my business. You didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Is Isaac genuinely not going to? Okay, Isaac stays put. June and guard like charge down the hallway, past the door, like turn their heads in. Like. Isaac, get out of the water! I don't know where Isaac got this drink. He's just like, hmm. Mr. Spinks is just like, I, I don't feel so good. Oh, okay. All, all right, feel, universe. Everybody around me. <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy my bath. Come on. And he grabs Mr. Spinks by like the scruff of his neck. Yeah. Come on. And just you walking out. Rush, rush to the elevator. And I think all of you arrive at the elevator, uh, you know, to see the smoke spirit kind of bringing it back down. Mel, you kind of immediately begin your parlay. Uh, and we cut. Oh no, what's going to happen? I'm so curious. Everything's building. Oh boy, I hope everything's all right. These are the thoughts that I am having. And they might be the thoughts that you are having. But now we're going to hold those thoughts inside for a second because it's the mid-roll. Welcome to the mid-roll where we talk about other things than the show but that are tertiarily related to the show. For example, do you want to support what we're doing? Well, for just a few bucks a month, you can support us on Patreon. And by joining our pa- joining by joining our Patreon, you get access to all sorts of cool stuff. You get to name NPCs. You get to create magic items that can show up in the game. And you get to be a part of our special little family. Isn't that just wonderful? Well, I think so. Otherwise, I wouldn't be interrupting the broadcast to tell you about it. 
What else do I have to tell you about? Well, we have this thing called rebalancing where the cast gets together with the wonderful Tyler Clawson and we talk a little bit about the behind the scenes stuff, the plan of the characters. We answer your questions. So if you are curious to bear witness to those, they are going public and they're going to be on the YouTube channel. And I think we're going to air them on the podcast i should probably know but i don't either way check out the youtube channel uh because you'll get access to them there uh and maybe here we'll see what else should i tell you about well have you checked out the grim domains friday night it's a live stream on twitch featuring our one and only dear craig isaac axe drummer himself it is Friday night, 6.30 p.m. on twitch.tv slash magirpg. Not only that, but our dear Emily Graymore is on Delightful Dungeon Diving, a podcast where they chat and have skits all about voice acting. Have you ever acted with a voice? Who's to say? Maybe you are to say. Either way, it's a pretty cool podcast. You should check it out wherever podcasts are podcasting. What else should I promote? Well, I guess you should check me out on Twitch, too. Twitch.tv slash CinderBlockSally. I don't know if I've ever promoted my Twitch channel here, but I run a show about homebrew. We talk about homebrewing. We help people with homebrew workshopping. If you like writing homebrew, that's one of the things I do. What else should we talk about? Um, That might be it. Is this a really short mid-roll? Am I forgetting something major? Oh, maybe I am. I'm not sure. Let me think for a second. Nope, that's it. I think we're good. Back to the show. Harissa. Ganbald rushes up to you. You're not supposed to be here. Harissa. What are you doing? Ganbald. She's, Harissa is going to, for a split second, just take a step back and bow. And I do apologize if I have intruded in any way. I must speak with you. You are not supposed to be here. And you see over his shoulder his study, which is practically identical to the scene which I described from El earlier. And you see the two geckos that had brought the paltry elderberry uh, offering standing kind of at attention uh they are standing by you know kind of that ta- that that portrait that landscape of the western wields that you you uh clocked in the darkness uh and you hear screeching crying some kind of pathetic noise coming from the wall beyond and boom a bird's claw rips through the landscape of the western wields tearing a hole through it and you see claws gnashing at the edges and something moving immediately behind and ganbald says you need to leave right now this is not a good sitch my guy <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> this has been fun, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, Harissa is gonna be obviously in absolute shock because this whole scene 
uh, before even the claws decided to rip through the walls, etc., um, she was already kind of like, oh shit. Um, uh, yes, uh, can I help? I, uh, no! Leave! <laughs> She's just gonna back away. <laughs> And get into the elevator. Uh, you start backing away. You see two huge serpentine shadows slither their way out of that hole, and both of them engulf these geckos and move on, turning them into desiccated husks with the remnants of their veins protruding out of their skin. Ganbald looks over, looks back to you, and says, I will do what I can. You really shouldn't have come up here. Harissa's just gonna nod and just, like, flee towards the lift. Okay, uh, you hear the doors, boom, slam behind you. Uh, and as they slam, you hear a cry for what sounds like help you hear help please it's Sherwood oh shit oh my god Um. the door is slammed shut you turn around you face the lift it is gone the lift is gone? Yep, it is sealed from this side, uh, and the actual lift is descending. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isaac and June at the bottom. And I need everyone to roll me initiative. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, 17 is not bad. That's a net 20, babe. Woo. Oh shit, dude! Twenty-two. Nice. Nat twenty, very nice. nice That's nice, a nice. natural seven. <laughs> yeah, I got a four. <laughs> Eleven. Oh, that's incredible. We are going to actually start a little because we just dealt with Ganbald, so we're going to start there in the initiative order. Uh, Harissa, you are immediately uh, next to act. What do you do? Well, shit. Oh, God, she is so torn uh, between what she saw and knowing if Gambold is having trouble with what's happening in there. She doesn't really know what she's going to be able to do. As you have that thought, you hear, please, dearest, please, I'm sure it will be fine. I'm sure it will be fine. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, she is. Go is there anything to her left or right? Good question. Yes, absolutely. The hallway yeah. goes down <laughs> in either direction, left and right. Uh, to your right is going to be um, uh, Harissa doesn't necessarily know this, but uh, to your right is going to be the smoke spirits quarters and the fireworks uh, uh, roost. So that's going to be two doors on your right. To the left is going to be um, the entrance to the balcony and the greenhouse. Uh, so two doors to your left. I'm literally gonna roll a dice to see which way she goes because i don't want to like metagame this okay we love that we love that um so i'm gonna roll a d20 over 10 she's gonna go right under 10 she's gonna go left i'm freaking out guys okay oh she got a 10 of course so it was like 10 and below yeah, 10 and below <laughs> left all right you run left uh there are two doors at the end of the hall one immediately in front of you and one to your right which do you choose um immediately in front of me i'm gonna bust straight through it you boom kick open this door and uh you are immediately in a fucking jungle 
an overgrown mess of insane plants, many of which you've never seen in your life. And it is oppressively hot and humid. Uh, you are in the greenhouse. Uh, that is movement. Do you do we have action or bonus action from Harissa? Would I be able to? Oh, apparently I've got primeval awareness. Talk to me about that. Um, so as an action, I can expend um, a range of spell slot. So uh, one minute per level of spell slot to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile um, of me. You can absolutely do this. This is incredible. So I'm just going to see what the fuck is going on in here. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to tell you what your primeval awareness looks like, or do you have an intuition here? I think, um, without really knowing what she's doing, because I don't think she's kind of like activating a, a thing, as soon as she kind of steps into the room and feels that difference in atmosphere and surroundings, and it's very foreign to her, it's almost like a very split second of just sort of like pushing a silence and sort of like slowing her her heartbeat and just sort of listening and just sort of just being incredibly aware for a second and i think that as you do that you pick up trace imperceptible sounds vibrations smells glimpses and what rush back to you are stories And all of a sudden, your mind is overwhelmed with the voice of Granny Rosa telling you about all manner of creatures that live in the night. And she tells you about how the souls of the departed belong to a magical place beyond the conceptualization of the living. And that story comes through so loudly and so clearly. There are thousands, millions of fae within a mile of where you are currently. Mm -hmm. But one story creeps in the undertone of a warning that when the gods get angry they might see fit to mess with the cycle of life and death itself whatever is happening in that study is undead mm -hmm. and you come back into your body and you get the vague sense that Sphinx is coming at you quickly mm -hmm. it's movement in action is that it for Hursa? um I yeah alright great fantastic uh Mel you are next in the initiative order uh the elevator boom slams down in front of you the smoke spirit looking slightly disoriented makes way for you to get into the elevator uh and from behind you clock guard june isaac sphinx what do you do i see them coming behind me and rushing towards the elevator you do all right uh 
Mel turns to them and holds out a hand and says, My friends, please wait down here. There is a disturbance up above. I will take care of it. If you would kindly wait here, I will get back to you as soon as possible. And turns around into the elevator, uh, looks up with the smoke spirit, as if to say, let's go up. Uh, okay. I think that is, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is an action kind of to use a magic item here effectively. Um, and the smoke spirit hits, uh, hits this button. Um, I, the way that I'm going to handle this is I am going to, um, give everyone a turn, uh, to try to get on this elevator if that is what they are trying to do. Uh, it is not going to be something that you get to do for free because the doors are closing. And so you're going to have to get creative about what you do here. But that is, uh, I think... Probably, I mean, that's action from Mel. I don't think there's pretty much anywhere you can go. So I think that's probably Mel's turn. Unless you have a bonus action you want to pop off. Nothing that I think would work within an elevator. No, I think that's it. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, So that is going to go to Isaac, actually. Uh, Isaac, you are bringing up the rear of the pack, carrying Mr. Spinks. Ah, fuck! Uh, what, uh, What do you do? Are we near the elevator yet? Uh, yeah, I'd say everyone, you're the furthest away, and I'd say that you're probably, we'll say, 40 feet from the elevator. So uh, it's it's going to take you a little bit more than just movement to get up to it. Right. Okay. Um, And we haven't seen where Harissa is yet, correct? No, Harissa is nowhere to be seen. How does Mr. Spinks look right now? How does Mr. Spinks look right now? Uh, Mr. Spinks, I think, is... Are you still kind of, like, gripping him? Is he in your pocket? He doesn't have any pockets right now. <laughs> he oh, has yeah, a towel. Like <laughs> is Isaac naked? <laughs> Isaac is in a towel. Okay, uh, I'm just going to ask you to, to, to keep me honest on your AC. Oh, 100%. Because uh, that's incredible. I love that so I much. think the only thing that he'd have is the shield, because it always... Yeah, you absolutely, back. you've got yeah. the shield. Oh, uh, with the grapes... Like. Still grapes. Yeah. Grapes are still. There's just like, like a bunch of grapes in the. Yeah, right. It's fucking um, great. If you still got a hold of Sphinx, he's probably just like hanging there, just like dripping a little bit, still kind of like wet, just like. Hold on. And then like, you can't really do anything. He's just like. Okay, so there's. Uh, there's... It's like when you grab a cat and they just kind of. Right, like... but there's no like significant change? <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's kind of like. He's looking very like. Panicked. But everybody's panicked right now because we don't know what's going on. Okay, then with with that with the information that Isaac has, I think he'd just be like, "What what what are y'all what are y'all running for? What's going on? Damn it, Porky!" Uh, and he's gonna try and get either. He said forty feet. I only got thirty feet. He's gonna, I guess, for his dash to try to slide into the elevator. He's gonna try to w- keep it open by tossing the shield to like jam it. Incredible. Yes, my dude. Captain America style. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, can I please get yes. an athletics check? Ooh, natural 19 for a 24. Ooh, yeah. yeah no baby. question. Um, yeah, yeah. Smoke spirit going to pull the lever. The shield just boom, clanks off of its hand and it withdraws uh, and jams itself behind the lever. Uh, you buy everybody the turn. Uh, in order to get in. So that is 30 feet of movement and I think action, realistically. Um, so unless you have a way to move further with bonus, I think that's probably it. Mm-mm. That would be it. Okay. Uh, your shield is going to return to you next turn, uh, but for the moment it has jammed this elevator open. Uh, Mel, just be aware of the fact that you have been very blatantly disregarded. Uh, that means we go to guard. 
Uh, Guard, you are actually the first to the elevator. You are maybe 10 feet away. Uh, and you see the shield wing past you and jam it open. What do you do? Mm. This is hard because it's half confrontation. If this was full confrontation, I know exactly what I would do. <laughs> but it's half confrontation. Yeah. All right. Um, guard is going to lumber over to the elevator, kind of duck down to get inside of it. <laughs> and he is going to lean up against the side of it. Mm-hmm. to reinforce where the shield is, just sort of like halfway in, halfway out. And he's going to look towards uh, Mel and the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. Folks here call me a guardian. Let me help. And uh, that's going to be what I do. Okay. Uh, I do not think that the smoke spirit is going to get in your way if you try to get on the elevator. So... Uh... Mel will look at Guard and say, I appreciate your kind offer there, sir, but please, this is a restricted area that we are going to. I have been instructed that no others but myself are to go up unless Gambald specifically asks for it. So please, remove yourself from the elevator and let me go to work, please. As a guardian, I do not abide by the rules of this place. Uh, Guard, could you roll me an insight check? Natural one. <laughs> guard did not know if that was true or not. That was Guard trying to we bluff. We are so insightful. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible, right? I'm going to tell you, the players, and all of our glorious listeners at home, uh, that Guard is, guard is right. Right? Like, guard, Guardians do not exist within, you know, sort of the necessary confines of the cycle of life and rebirth. But Guard has no idea that that's true. No. Guard just lied. First time. Oh, shit. That's a good point. And I think that's going to be it for Guard's turn. Guard's turn. Welcome Uh, to the team, Guard. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, June, uh, you are at the top of the order. Uh, What do you do? You are 10 feet from the door. Guard is now holding it open. What do you do? So I just heard the whole interaction. Yeah, you've heard everything. I want to slide under the run slide under the, the shield and Guard's arm. And when I pop up, I want to take my bow staff mm-hmm. and pin Mel to the to the wall with my bow staff. Oh my god! <gasps> oh That's shit! So aggressive! Oh god dang! All right, June has just slid into the elevator, coming such a uh, and is kind of pop up and and pin uh, Mel Mel to the wall. Uh, I do think this is going to be a grapple check, uh, but I want you to take inspiration because that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. A rabbit and a squirrel. Uh, So if you would make this roll, make this roll with advantage, please. Uh, Mel, you can use acrobatics or athletics to try to get out of this. May I use one of my abilities instead of... uh... Pitch me on it. Mel has an ability called Rabbit Hop, where as a bonus action show, I don't know if it counts though. Go on. Because it's it's not my turn, but I can jump 10 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Where are you trying to jump is going to be my first question. Because there's not 10 feet of ceiling here. I think you'd have to jump out of the elevator in order to get on the other side of June. That's my, that's, that's my trade-off. That's my trade-off. I like it. I do like it. 
Okay, so then at that point, if we're going to do it, June, you don't even need to roll. You go to cross him with your bow staff, and you see rabbit legs kick in, and Mel throws himself on the other side. I'm assuming you probably don't want to go your entire uh, 10 feet. You just kind of want to position yourself on the other side of everybody. Yes, of course. Yeah. Great. So you're just at the door, uh, and June, you kind of boom, clank against the back of the back of the uh, the elevator, and you are now in the space with Mel to your back. Uh, that's going to be movement, some anyway, uh, and action from June. Uh, anything else? No disrespect or anything, but we're going we're going up. We're going up this way, so you can either come with us and help us find our friend and make sure that. She hasn't done something stupid, which I'm sure she hasn't because Harissa's got a really level head on her shoulders. So responsible. Uh, but we're going to go up. May I ask, what makes you so sure your friend is up there? June, could you please roll me an insight check? I was about to ask. Matt won it with the rest of us. Get it. One. Uh, 15 plus three. 18. 18. Oh, that's right. Uh, June, you see something that resembles the sort of wisps of conversation that you plucked out of the crowd during the Gecko's procession. A little bit of a trail? Red. Wait, what? And fiery. Leading up to the top floor. Harris is up there. Oh, Sherlock's Holmes, Monk. I was going to say, I feel kind of bonded to Harissa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I've got a feeling. I've got, I've, I've got a gut feeling. And, and I just, and she'll look to Isaac and uh, guard with like trying to communicate with her eyes to trust her. I'm going to look at June and then I'm going to look at Mel and I'm going to say, whether or not Harissa is up there, it sounds like the master of this house needs help, and we should go up. And as emissaries of the great and mighty uh, Porky, Carl, I believe we should uh, uh, help you in any ways with these elder gods and making sure that everything's A-OK. We're professionals. And he stands there with Sphinx in his hand and a towel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna move on uh, to the next in initiative, which is a fun one for me. Harissa, you hear the shattering of glass. Oh fuck! What's your passive perception? Fifteen. That was a seventeen for like a hot minute, and then it landed on a ten. Uh, you see an elephant python drop in from the roof, writhing and obsidian black, almost opalescent in the dim light of this room. And it slithers into some of the foliage. And it is quickly followed by another that lands. And they're going to charge you. Oh, shit. Does a 15 hit? <laughs> does a 15 hit? Yes, it does. Oh, squishy girl, squishy girl. You so squishy. Yeah. Only just. That's going to be 13 points of damage. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, does a 14 hit? I'm dead. Oh, are you down? No. 
<laughs> Fucking nearly, mind you. You have uh, just gotten bitten by one of these things. It just sinks its teeth into your leg. Ah! And is uh, just elephant pythons are a creature that you're at least distantly familiar with. They are massive, right? These things are probably 25 feet in length, right? Uh, just snaking through the room. Uh, and the other one is going to rear back and uh, lunge at you. It does a 14 hit. No, that one didn't. Great. Uh, it lunges at you, misses, clatters into some plants, knocking a bunch of shit over. Um, and uh, you see it gets some like thorns stuck in it. It kind of wriggles around a little bit to dislodge those. Uh, and that is going to be its turn. We roll for Ganbald. Oh, no. You hear screaming, cawing, clawing. You hear the sound of furniture breaking. You, you hear what might be fire. The doors slamming against their hinges coming from the study. Uh, I am very busy trying to get a snake off yep. my leg. And it's your turn. Um, but I, I acknowledge that that has happened. Um, okay. Uh, so it's my turn, did you say? Okay. Um, firstly, Harissa is going to take um, the dagger out of her belt and just, she's going to try and just stab it into the head of the snake that's still kind of attached to her. Okay. Uh, she got, oh, a 23. Nice. Oh, shit. Does a 23 hit? Yeah, 23 definitely hits. Uh, and um, six damage. Ooh, okay. Um, is all she does with that tiny little thing. Uh, are you trying to drive this thing away specifically? Because it like a, a shot to the head is pretty substantial. Um, anything. Uh, she's just panicking, okay. so striking it in the head, in the eye, wherever she can kind of get it to. Okay, so there's not like a. You're not making a coordinated initiative here. You are flailing. No, just like. Okay, I appreciate yeah. your honesty. Uh, anything else from Harissa? You that was action. Is has it let go? Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it recoils enough that you're not restrained. Okay, yeah. great. Um, she is going to uh, now. It's let go. After seeing the other python struggle in the kind of thorny foliage, I think she's going to try and like retreat into it, um, like into another part to kind of give her some kind of protection. Fantastic. Uh, could I get? We'll treat this as your movement, but could I get a survival check with you? And this is going to be a flat survival check because uh, these things are no longer beasts. Oh, I know what they are. Ooh. Uh, 22. Craig, you just figured it out? Oh, yeah. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, on a 22, uh, I am going to give you um, three quarters cover for the next round, uh, which means you have a plus five to your AC. Oh, great. As you sort of move through these like rubber trees and monsteras and thorny bullshit. Yeah. It's just kind of limping sort of backwards like shit. Fucking. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, and that is going to be it for your turn. Uh, Mel, we are over to you. You are the only one not in the elevator at the moment. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Isaac hasn't gotten there yet. Isaac is you're basically next to Isaac. Okay. Uh, Mel is going to look at the smoke monster uh rattling away uh mysterious to everyone wondering why we're all on this island and uh looking at the smoke creature uh <laughs> mel is is going to just ask 
<laughs> inspiration, please. Yeah, you get inspiration. For that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what is Mel going to ask? Well, M- Mel's, a, Mel's a little stuck here because as far as he knows, he has been told, don't let anyone up. Yeah. He doesn't really know who these people are. He's a little suspicious of them as well because Isaac. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to look at the smoke creature and say, you've been here longer than I have. I do not know what to do here. You're all right with them coming up? The smoke spirit bows deeply to you. <laughs> I may lose my job over this, but we have to get up there. Everyone who's going up, come on in. All right. Uh, Mel, you step on. Uh, and I think that what we're going to do, uh, since you are kind of sacrificing a turn here, uh, I think what we're going to do is you're going to use your action to get everybody up there. Uh, and I'm going to say just like to the room, right? Like you're just going to hurry everybody along uh, to where they need to go. So we will deal with Isaac here momentarily, uh, but you're going to hold that until Isaac. Uh, actually, Isaac, you are up next. So you just jump it on the elevator. Uh, he's going to walk onto the elevator and, and pat Mel. See, I promise we're here to help, friend, and cast Bless on Mel, Guard, and um, Juniper. Bless on you. Bless on your family. All right. Uh, the elevator kicks off, flies up to the top. Uh, and I'm going to say um, that uh, Mel, again, is, is sort of part of your action, if you're okay with this. Everybody gets to where they're going. You see the doors of the study kind of thumping. You hear Ganbald just, please, I, I will expel them. I, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, and you hear something happening in the greenhouse some glass shatter and hit the ground uh i'm gonna go down the list here really quickly mel where do you want to be i'm gonna use the rest of my movement to move forward to ganvald okay and ask what i can do uh you step forward you ask what you can do you hear who's the oh mel uh, did did the did the lizard did harissa make it out okay is she downstairs harissa is she here Yes, that's... Oh, oh no. Sweep the grounds. Sweep the floor. Make sure that she got out. You want me to clean at a time like this? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, amazing. Oh, you're so fired. (laughs) Uh, Mel, can I get you to roll me um, uh, a lock check, please? Just a straight d20. Four. You hear... The crunching of wood and the thudding of a body and the clattering of a brass platter on the ground. And Ganbald doesn't say anything else for the moment. All right, let's find Harissa. I think we can cut to everybody getting to the greenhouse because, again, you heard the glass shatter. So that's probably where she is. Is everybody just moving in that direction? Does Isaac notice the the action-packed actionness of Ganbald's face when we come up? Like yeah, right. Like you, you hear everything. Is Isaac going into the? Is Isaac going into the study? <sighs> Fuck. I'm I'm kind of with you there, honestly, dude. Because that's that's like his goal. Uh, June's gonna go towards wherever the 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 red wispy. Oh, uh, the where where Harris is. Yeah, wherever wherever Harris is. If you guys want to go into the study, you can go into the study. Oh split man. The party. We gonna split the party? Is that what we're gonna do? Split the party. Oh no. Uh, all right, here, catch. And he throws Mr. Spinks to Juniper. 
Let's go, buddy. Incredible. Oh, fuck. I'd Incredible. Think, so, something, <laughs> something just... I'm going to check on uh, Big Bird Man and just... <laughs> Don't die. In his towel. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is highly disrespectful. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, I want to I figure out what we're doing here. Uh, it sounds like Garden Isaac are going into the study. June, June is going to the greenhouse. Uh, Mel, which, which direction are you headed? Well, Mel is going to go to the sounds of the greenhouse, but at seeing Isaac and Guard coming into the study, yeah. uh, Mel will say, no, no, no. Leave this. This is a personal matter. We, we have other things to attend to. Please, follow me. And we'll rush past them towards the greenhouse. I am happy to let him roll like a persuasion check. Uh, if you guys want to take that as an opportunity to affect your outcome, or if you are set on a path. I know Isaac knows. He doesn't have the same VIP card as Guard. So he, he'll go with Mel. Okay. Uh, guard, are you going to turn and go, or are you going to go into the study? I don't know what it is. But the way that you described what was happening in the study, yeah, <laughs> I feel like there is something compelling guard into that space. All right, we're moving forward. Uh, Isaac, you have used uh, your some of your movement. You're you're gonna use the rest of your movement to to get down to the end of the thing. Uh, so that is your turn as well, guard. Do you step into the study as everyone else starts to run away? Yes. Okay, guard. I like it started with Harissa being the one that's kind of doing the dumb thing, switching it over to guard. We're sort of hot potatoing it here. All right, and now it's like, who, who needs the extra character now? <laughs> oh, God. Guard, you open a door onto inky darkness. And you take one sort of tenuous step forward and find that there is, in fact, ground here. And you take another step and another step, and then things start to come into focus as if illuminated of their own accord. You see the bodies of the geckos. You see Ganbald lying on the floor. You see a rend in nothingness being clawed at by eerily long and eldritch bird's legs. And you see Wisps, snakes, skitter from point of shadow to another. And then you see Ganbald kind of lull and raise his head. God! And he snaps his fingers. And you find yourself in a meadow. <laughs> I'm so confused. And Ganbald is lying against a tree that has sort of grown up and around his back. The dead geckos lying in shin height meadow grass, clover, flowers. And all of the snakes start to skitter away. Guard slowly walks towards Gambald, puts his hand out to the side to like brush the tall grass as he walks by, and is gonna sit down next to Gambald 
pick up one of the gecko bodies, look at Gambald. What happened here? Do you mean the fight or the meadow thing? The meadow... The death? Oh, yes, that. Um, well... The meadow was so that you wouldn't get obliterated in an instant. Um, I didn't have much time to really think about it. I kind of just had to get us out of there. Uh, that was not an appropriate place for you to be. The wards were up, and I don't really understand what would happen if a guardian was to simply blink out of existence. So I felt it safest to sort of, um, beam us into a bit of a pocket dimension, as it were. Uh, oh... The death was unfortunate. Demoiselle has not been well for some time. She was angry at the infringement. She was already a little upset about the paltry offering of elderberries, and the... Well, the B&E didn't really help. We've only got about six seconds in this place before shit goes bad, so I just, I needed to, I, I, you should prepare yourself for whatever happens when we get back. Guard is going to stand up, crack his big ceramic knuckles. You are not alone in this fight any longer. Who, um, I was hoping it wouldn't be a fight. I see now that that is not really a possibility anymore. Help me up. Reach down. Pull him up out of that tree. And just like, again, he towers over you, right? Like, this man is massive. And he sort of looks down, kind of leaning on your shoulder. And he says, there's a dresser that I've shoved up against the hole to the roost. Um, Hold it there for me while I do my thing, if you don't mind. I know that might not be the answer that you were hoping for, but I won't tolerate any violence against my wife. Your wife? Are you ready? And he gives you a nod. I think so. All right. And I think that's going to be Guard's turn. June. Oi. You skid into the greenhouse. Elephant python. Elephant python. No harissa. But that trail... Waning away leads into the brush of this bizarre jungle of a room. A lot of these plants are actually familiar to you. Am I still holding Spinks? I think so. Okay. Um, Spinks, um, just so you know, is kind of like, if you are still holding him, he's kind of like uh, struggling against you as well because he's trying desperately to get to Harissa. All right, just uh, hold on. We're, we're, going, we're going to her. We're here. Just sit here, and she'll drop him on her head. Hold on, and I want to use my movement to and action to get up into the foliage. Ooh, yeah! I think you just do that. I think you just get up to the top of this thing, and we'll say it's a it's a good kind of thirty feet. Uh, you know, kind of in height, you get up like a palm tree of some some uh, description, uh, and you can kind of look down. It's it's dim light in here, so it's not super easy to see. Uh, but again, you've just kind of got this bond trail that you're watching for Harissa, and uh, I think at this point it does dissipate because you are close enough to her that you can catch glimpses of what you think is Harissa moving through the undergrowth. Uh, so she, I can I can see Harissa. 
you got glimpses. So that was movement and uh, either action or bonus if you burn some bond. Um, all right, Mr. Spinks, I see Harissa. Do you see Harissa down there? I I I can sense her. I see I see her in a weird way. I need I need to get I got I have to like he, he's just kind of like freaking out. <laughs> All right, I, I I can I can drop you on her. I'll do you want me to drop? I'll drop you on her on top of her. Like yes, I'll, I'll yes. throw you at her. Okay, yes, All right. yes, yes. And okay. I want to throw Spinks. Okay. At Harissa. All right. Uh, yeah. Nothing can go wrong with this plan. Let's go. Uh, can I get a dex save from Sphinx? I think is how we're going to do this. Uh, yes. Oh, a dirty 20 for the lovely Sphinx. Sphinx lands on Harissa's head. Just full, like, Disney movie <laughs> cat, like, freaking out, arms wrapped around your head. Harissa! <laughs> Exactly. Jesus. I think uh is going to be um Speaks, Speaks, Speaks. Oh my god. Like what what the hell? And she's just like trying to grab him off her head. Uh okay. Uh June, I think that is your turn. We get to the pythons. Uh, the first one, man, June is high ammunition order. Uh the first one that has been stabbed in the head uh, is going to climb up after June and is going to succeed. However, that is going to have to be movement and action. So uh, that is its turn. Uh, the next one uh, it has been tracking Harissa. And Harissa, remember, you have a plus five to your AC. Does a 23 hit? Um, yes, it still does. I rolled really well. I appreciate Oof. that extra AC. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes the dice the dice do their thing. That's going to be 10 damage. Oh, man. She was so distracted by Spinks landing on her head. And you are grappled. Grappled. Grapple. Uh, how, how not well is Sarissa doing? She's fine. I have two hit points left. Cool. She's fine. She's fine. We move to Ganbald, who braces himself as the meadow melts away. And guard, you find yourself back in the room. And he takes a pose and begins to channel some kind of magic that seems to push back the claws. And they recede slightly. That's good. Harissa. Your turn. You are con- you are restrained. So if you want to go anywhere, uh, you have to make an athletics or acrobatics check uh, to get out. How restrained? Are my arms restrained? You could still take actions. What I will do is again attempt um, a stabbing um, of this uh, of this snake um, just to try and get it off me. Um, with a with a disadvantage, um, uh, does a seven hit? <laughs> does a seven hit? It does not. Oh, bud. All right, that's your that's your attack. For a bonus action, I'm gonna get Spinks to try and get this thing off me. I don't think he needs much telling. I think he can see it and is going to 
launch himself upon this snake to try and um and get it off. All right. Oh, great. What about a 22? A 22 hits. Sphinx is going to see the snake and just... Yeah! And launch and... Just kind of bite into this thing. Give me the damage. Come on, Sphinx. Help me out. Oh, a five. Dang. Okay. Uh, Sphinx claws its way into this thing, uh, but has not managed to get it to release you. That was not enough damage. So you are still restrained, uh, and Sphinx is on this thing. Mel, you burst into the greenhouse. You see a ball python up a tree chasing after June. Harissa's probably in here somewhere. You hear Sphinx clawing at something. What do you do? This is far too much chaos for Mel to deal with. So he is going to cast sleep. And he says out loud, Your eyes are feeling mighty heavy. Upon your slumber, I do levy. What a show that was. Thank you all so much for being a part of this experience. Thank you for listening. What a great time. Check out the Patreon if you want to give us support. And to all of our patrons that are already out there, thank you so, so much. And a very, very special thank you to Darlene Kay and the Elder Barry. You are the wind beneath our wings. Have a great day, night, eve, or anything in between. Stay safe out there, and don't forget to feed your pets.